All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. How's everybody doing? My name is Quinn Eaton, and with me today... I am Isaac Be- No, I'm just kidding. I'm DJ uh, Pig. Probably scared a couple of people there uh, doing that. But yeah, the, the regular duo is back, and we're hoping that this is a more regular uh, duo, of course. As I said, regular duo maybe hasn't been super regular if you looked at like the past 25 episodes, but we're now definitely kind of getting into the swing of things. And then once we get into the swing of things, uh, you're probably going to have a, a kid. Um, you are going to have a kid. Um, but I was just saying about the timing of everything. So we'll see how that goes. But no plans, like we've mentioned before, no plans of all you need to know stopping anytime soon. Seems like it's really just picking up momentum, if anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, and all of these obstacles that are that are coming up. If we can't find 35 to 40 minutes to set aside, I mean... How busy are we? You know, we, we, we have to start prioritizing right. some things. I mean, here's the thing. Even when the kid gets here for the good first little bit, I mean, he's he's going to. He can't do he, anything. He, he's going to poop. He's going to sleep and he's going to eat. So, yeah, I mean, he's to be honest with you. Uh, I've always viewed babies, uh, at least initially, as just a football that's alive. Um mm. And it, and it works in a lot of different ways because you don't want to drop the football, right? You also yeah, don't no want fumbles. to drop a baby. Um, you want to have that that ball secure, ball security. Mm-hmm. You also want to have baby security. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want the ball shaking around or anything in there. You want to make sure you have a good grip uh, and mm-hmm. keep it kind of locked in that in that position if you are carrying it. So babies and footballs are a lot alike. And speaking of football, we covered NFL Sunday ticket and red zone last week and looked at the looked at the listener numbers. Uh, it'll get there. You know, it's, it's yeah. a slow burn here at all. You need to know. S- some of them take time, baby. You just got to give it time. We have made it slowly, but surely to 85,000, uh, total plays, uh, for our career here at all. You need to know over almost, almost over, over six years, I think maybe I'll coming in on that. six, right? Yeah. Either coming in on six or I, I think it's coming in on six and not seven. Um, but yeah, we covered that, and and that's how a lot of the episodes go. It's like, oh wow, you know, not a lot of people got to it this week, and then all of a sudden you look, bam, three hundred people have listened to it. So yeah, it just kind of takes a second. Uh, but I think that this one, we were kind of touching on this on the outline before we got started today. It, it, I don't know if you can smell that. Can can you kind of like sniff? It it seems like there's there's a I, smell of a, an instant classic in the air is what I was getting at. Oh well. I'm I'm partially under the weather. I get a little congestion stuff going on, so I can't we'll smell a thing. Up. But I was yeah. a little under the weather last week, so it's funny. And we haven't I think seen each you other. Gave it to me. I, I don't know if there's such thing as like Zoom like over contagion? the yeah yeah like a Zoom call contagion. But okay. I think I think you gave it to me. It would the the timeline at least makes sense, even though we haven't seen each other uh, in in a little bit. So right. Uh, I hope you get to feeling better and feel free to just try to cover your mic if you cough anything like that. But I forgive okay. you, and the the audience forgives you as well. If you have to it. get, if you have to cough or anything like that. So, I'm excited to get into today's episode. I think we better go ahead and jump right in, just because there's so much to get to. Uh, we're going to try to, of course, break down the topic. Uh, we're going to kind of ask some questions back and forth, and then something that I'm very excited about that I'll talk more about here in a little bit 
we have a power ranking and it might be one of my Whoa. favorite power rankings that we've ever done. So which is saying something because we've done several and they've and been we've, good. We've done a lot of power rankings, maybe not overkill, but uh, we really just love a good power ranking here at All You Need to Know. So without mm-hmm. further ado, this is episode 279. Today's topic, ghosts. DJ, should we, yeah, spooky, spooky, should we have waited a little bit longer into or closer to spooky season to do this? Or do you think it's okay to kind of pull the trigger on this one a little bit early? Uh, You know, I guess it would have been more fitting for some people, but those that truly believe in ghosts, such as my lovely wife in there, um, Mm -hmm. I think that there's no bad time to talk about the spooky spookiness of ghosts. And you, you maybe see an influx of ghosts during spooky season. And we're, of course, yeah. talking about the wonderful fall weather that is uh, on its way. Oh, and yeah. uh, the beautiful, entertaining, classic Halloween movies that usually come along with that time of the year. And then are absolutely just thrown out uh, probably what end of or pretty much after Halloween. It's like, OK, people are done with it. Bring on Christmas, which we've discussed that kind of thing before. Right. But, Ghosts, yeah, it's not like that. You can only talk about them a couple months of the year. Uh, what we're going to talk about today, whether they're real, whether they're not, uh, they don't just show up for a couple of months and then leave. Like they're probably here if, if they're real. They're 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 kind of hanging around. So uh, I I think that for anyone that's like, oh gosh, I wish they would have done this in I don't know October. Maybe it would have made sense for us too. But then just bookmark it or save it set a reminder with on, on Apple makes it super easy. You could even link the podcast in and just say, Hey, mm-hmm. October 22nd, I want to listen to this episode. Just pop it in that calendar. It'll remind yeah. you the day of, and you can listen to it then kind of what we were talking about. Maybe that's what people are doing with our podcast episodes. They're like, I can't listen to this now. I'm going to set a reminder for two months from now and then come back and listen to this one. That must be what's happening. Mm. Absolutely. I think so. I didn't, I didn't realize you were looking for a response. So I wasn't, I wasn't prepared there, but sometimes, yeah, no, I think, and and here's the thing. So yeah, set a reminder, go back and let's do it later. Uh, I highly encourage our listeners to just, as they, you know, subscribe to, do they subscribe? Do we have subscribers? I think it's it's followers now. I think that changed at some point. It it did start as subscribers. Well, either way, I, I mean, I mean, set it up to where you're notified every single week and I promise we'll have a good one come spooky season. Yes. Oh, as well. well, we always do. And some people might be sitting and thinking, uh, they're, they're kind of running out of ideas. Trust me. We are not. (laughs) No, 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 no. As many longtime listeners know, when we first got started, DJ and I locked, uh, ourselves into a very hot, warm room and Mm. busted out probably over 400 potential ideas. And we have a, we have a date locked in on the calendar coming up soon to do it again. And so that kind of goes to show the, the long-term investment, the long-term plan that we have with this podcast, but getting to the short term, right? Mm. Getting to what's right in front of us, the here and now ghosts. That's what we're talking about. That's what Mm -hmm. people came to listen to. Like I said, we're going to discuss a couple different things, but then at the end of the episode, you're going to want to stick around. I don't know if people sometimes leave podcasts or not, but you want to listen to the end of this episode. It's a top 10 power ranking of the top 10 ghosts of all time. Yeah, I'm telling you that is must listen to podcasting if we've ever produced it here at all you need to know. But before we get to that, ghosts, DJ, are they real 
or are they not? Uh, uh, I think in some sense, I don't think that we have like, like, I don't think that we should invent a real world Ghostbusters by any means. Uh, I think that to some extent, yes. Um, I think that I believe more in spirits mm. than, than ghosts. Do you know uh, the spirit. difference between the two? Uh, well, I mean, with with spirits, you've got you've got a, you've got several different kinds of spirits. I mean, Maker's Mark and Jim Beam. Oh, uh, okay. I, I must kinda... have misunderstood. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, I mean, I th- I think the ghosts do come around when when you really uh, start partaking in the spirits. And maybe that's true. Uh, if I if I had if someone came up to me on the street and said. Quinn and I said yes, and they said ghost real or no. I would say yes, and then I would walk off, and they would walk yeah. off. I think okay. personally that ghosts are real. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of industries built around them. You've got ghost tours, uh, ghost adventures, ghost themed things, mm. haunted uh, houses, haunted houses, the haunted mansion. I know Disney just put out another movie that flopped. If we're gonna talk about not not kind of reading the room and, and knowing when to release something. It's not us talking about ghosts in, in at the end of August. Uh, it's Disney releasing the haunted mansion reboot in July. Yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, I think it was in July. It might've been I, early August. I don't know what they're teaching the marketing kids nowadays uh, or the well, advertising. It's not the, it's not the marketing kids. It's these marketing old people that, well, that are yeah. running, the, running the show. I mean, it just seems like Disney and in these in these companies that are struggling uh, with advertisement nowadays, like they did so well for so long, just and now doing... like within the past two years, they've just completely gone against everything that's worked. Yeah, and and that's a that's a prime example of that. Yeah, or they're just kind of stuck in their ways. They're doing it as they have always done, and now they're upset that things aren't working the way that they've always worked. Yeah, uh, it does not make any too. sense though. The Haunted Mansion, you got to release that around October, and yeah. I guarantee you oh. they would have done better. Uh, just but maybe they didn't have a lot of faith in it and they just wanted to get it out of the way. I have no idea, but I just kind of brought that up because there does seem like there's a lot of ghost themed things out there. And yeah. then, I mean, I've been on a, a, a couple of ghost tours myself, have uh, you? very fun. Um, maybe that doesn't strike me as something that would be fun. It seems like it would be a little terrifying. Well, there's there's a lot of history behind uh some of it. I'm a big history buff. I like to walk through a museum from time to time, and a ghost okay. tour that kind of gives you some insight on the area that you're in, and then tells some stories about hey, this kind of ghost lived lived here, and that's why they're still hanging around, right? So different types of ghosts, different types of ghosts. Um, there mm. was one I, I went on a ghost tour in Charleston, South Carolina, with. A lady named Trish. I uh, can't remember what her uh, company is called, but she was one of the one of the best ghost tour people I, I could ever recommend. Even though I don't know the name of her company, uh, she basically her her method and theory was she was going to call the ghost out right then and there, and if they didn't do anything, they were a dud. And to kind of put that into perspective. At one point, we, as a group of eight people that paid to be a part of this, were standing on one side of the street. Uh, we were facing a, an, an older building, and she said, the ghost of Robert E. Lee, if you're over there, turn some lights on. Turn a light on, Robert E. Lee. And nothing happened, and she said, well, Robert E. Lee's being a dud. And we were all like, yeah, he is, because he's definitely over there. 
but he just decided not to do anything, and that's too bad. You don't bad. think maybe Robert E. Lee had some ghostly errands to run? Like maybe he just wasn't home at the time. Yeah, and that's that's a tricky part too. Is like you're talking about you, you said spirits earlier. It's like, well, are they there the whole time, or is it? A lot of people believe that whenever someone is is heavily invested, uh, at least time wise, in a place, like a part of them can stay there, and so that gives the opportunity for a ghost to kind of call a place home. So does that mean that ghosts can call multiple places home? A lot of people think that uh, where someone dies is often where they haunt uh, certain places. Um, but Robert E. Lee was not at that uh, establishment uh, that night. Um, and the story behind it, which is an interesting ghost story, because everybody loves a ghost story. Of course. And the story behind it was that he stayed there, uh, I believe, during the Civil War or right before the Civil War. And he stayed on like one of the second or third floors and there was some sort of flood. Uh, and uh, because of the flood, they ended up raising the the building a little bit off the street because it used to be, I guess, just street level. And so now whenever people apparently see the ghost of Robert E. Lee in this building, his ankles are below the floor. So his ghost body is still walking around in the building that existed before they raised it however many feet to keep it from flooding which is kind of an interesting tidbit um it seems like someone could easily just make that up as well but hey if people have yeah. seen ghosts i mean have you ever met somebody that's seen a ghost because why would they make that up right uh well like you said everybody loves good ghost story uh, and I, I've anybody who's been telling a good ghost story, I've never been like, you know, nah, I'm I'm not going to listen to yeah. them or or listen to what they have to say, uh, whether I believe in this ghost story or not is is totally different set of questions, I guess. But I hmm, that's an interesting thought Um, as far as like, do I believe people when they say they've seen a ghost? Uh, most of the time, the answer is probably going to be no. Mm, okay. So but, you, if you were on the tour with Trish, uh, you wouldn't believe some of the things, the pictures on her iPad that she showed you. Well, you know, she's uh, she's got to make some money somehow, right? And just saying, <laughs> and hey. She makes a ton. Because so? my, my father and I did the math on how many tours she could do. She could do like two tour, two or three tours a night. Because uh, they were only an hour long walking tour, uh, and the amount that we pay, like she's making close to uh, six figures. She's making close to no six figures. Way if if she like stays busy and she's constantly booking. We had a group of eight people, and I can't remember what the exact price was, but if she fits in two or three a night, charges what she charges, and then doesn't take many nights off, and she just walks around and charges people that she's making bank. Off of ghost. It so never fails. Every time I learn of a new profession, it always pays more than mine. Exactly. And I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I could be doing anything else. Well, enough about Trish. And if she's somehow listening, you know, shout out to her. Cause, cause she just, uh, really brightened our, our trip that, that year, uh, with her ghost ghost tour, uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. But do you like the idea of a ghost? Do you, do you find them kind of scary or do you think that in some way, Ghost could be comforting. 
Uh, well, I mean, it depends on what kind of ghosts, I guess. You talked about different types of ghosts. I think often they're portrayed as, as scary, and I think it's meant to be spooky, spooky. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I don't think we ever think of things from the ghost perspective or point of view. Um, you know, when I, when I die, I don't want to come back as a ghost and be confined to one place. Mm. So... I would have to say maybe that's why they're a little scary and, you know, they've got to have some fun somehow. Like you come into their space and like, yeah, I'm definitely messing with this guy. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Cause they're kind of just upset that they're stuck there. They can't go out. They can't that go to the kind grocery of or anything like that. Um, if that's true. I mean, we don't know, of course, right, the of spiritual course. realm and uh, the limitations and capabilities of ghost. Uh, I kind of like the idea of ghosts. Uh, I feel like it makes it makes a little bit of sense, but at the same time, it doesn't. And we just, of course, we don't know anything about what happens after. Uh, so it's kind of one of those things like, well, is it possible that people that have passed on that are uh, that used to be in our lives, they can kind of check in on us like in, in that aspect of a ghost. I feel like yeah, that, that could be, be kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, whenever you think of ghost and you like are walking through like a, a an old closed down insane asylum right i don't oh. really want to interact with those kinds of ghosts because oh, no. i don't feel like they really they're not going to be super friendly i'm not going to be able to kind of reason with them and uh just just be able to be around them without feeling kind of tense right um but if it's a if it's a friendly ghost speaking of friendly ghosts we'll get to that hey. in a little bit but if it's a friendlier ghost or someone that I might've even been familiar with, Hey, you know, stop in any time, you know, watch the game like here, you know, go ahead, take a seat. Long time. Know. No, see. Yeah. I do have a rule, which is a strange thing that I'll just kind of open up about. I can't go to sleep at night with a chair facing me because I feel like that would just give a ghost a great seat to just sit and watch as I sleep. So any chairs in my room have to be facing uh, away which is a really dumb thing because why would a ghost sit down or find a chair appealing if they don't have a physical body because they can most likely just hover and it's not costing them any energy to do so. But it's just a, right. a weird thing in my head that that I have going on. But instead of diving into that, where would you hang out if you were a ghost? Say, let's, let's just assume that you had the option, uh, you were a ghost yourself and you could just kind of go wherever you wanted and you weren't limited to a certain place where you spend a lot of your time, like we were talking about earlier. I think uh, my mind just immediately goes to sports and the places that I'm a fan of. Mm. I think probably Bush Stadium in St. Louis uh, would be would be interesting because you don't know what other kind of ghosts you're going to run into there. I mean, there's no telling. Exactly. You're to, I mean, you're talking about meeting some some of the all time greats. Uh, I think Rupp Arena. Would be interesting. I feel like there's a mm. lot of stories there. Maybe, maybe Memorial Coliseum in Lexington, uh, where Kentucky used to play, would be better than Rupp Arena because so a lot of history. You're assuming that a lot of former athlete ghosts are kind of coming back to those places and just watching games or hanging out. Uh, you know, I would like to think so. If I if I was going to choose as a ghost where I was going to be and I chose those places, I think I would be wildly disappointed if, if I wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough question. So many options there. I've got two that I know for sure. Uh, you kind of hit on the first one, sporting events. I feel like I would go to, but only to alter them in some way uh, as a ghost. I don't know how much power ghosts have, but I would like to maybe, you know, tip in a shot that was kind of rolling around the rim 
Um, I would like to maybe uh, push uh, an extra point try to the left um, of the field goal mm, post and may, kind of maybe kind of, if you yeah. could go back in time as a ghost, maybe maybe push one in particular field goal attempt maybe way far right. to the right. Yeah, and that's of course uh, pointing out the Blair Walsh missed field goal <sighs> in the in the NFL game against the that's Seahawks. Yeah, that was that was kind of tough. I don't know if ghosts can time travel. Maybe they can, but I was just kind of thinking modern time. Uh, I could just go to wherever I wanted and and kind of interact with the game, and people, oh, would, people would be like, "Whoa, you know!" And and imagine this: you feel like you'd be right on top of the action too if you're just yeah, in the that's huddle, true. You know, uh, Augusta, dude. Yeah, can you imagine around. being able to go Augusta? And you, you just get to see all the Masters, and every now and then, just you know, like when Patrick Reed goes to hit a putt, like you blow a pine needle in his yep. way or something. Exactly. Oh. Dude. Exactly, and then you and you and Arnie Palmer over there just cracking up, you know. Yes, he, he just drinking like Arnie Palmies. Yeah, ghost Arnie Palmies. Oh, I, I I thought that another fun place to go would be a casino, uh, specifically oh. the tables at a casino, um, just because if someone is rolling some dice and you can kind of just like affect it to where maybe they win, or you can affect it to where maybe it's someone that you don't like and they're being you know arrogant about their winning. Yeah, you can just like roll a couple dice. And and keep them from winning. Um, I I am imagining that ghosts have a lot of power in my two circumstances uh, yeah. and choices. I mean, but... I would like to think so. I mean, yeah, I hope... would like to think as a ghost, you at least are able to, you know, at least maybe push some things in the direction you would like them. Exactly. Yeah. There's some sort of force. Um. There, there's some sort of power, and that's actually often explored in ghost hunting shows. And I don't know if you've ever watched any of the ghost hunting shows. Uh, you've got Ghost Hunters, which is very mm-hmm. popular. My personal favorite is Ghost Adventures, uh, and and those that group of guys. I don't know how long they've been doing it. I think they're still doing it. And like I mentioned earlier, like walking into an, an insane asylum, that's what they're doing. Is like they just lock themselves in these places for a night. They set up all this equipment that apparently is able to tell if there are ghosts in the area or if they're trying to talk. There are even things like I can't remember what they're called, but it's like a ghost box. And they can use the energy that's kind of going through it, the static energy, to kind of emulate a voice so they can actually speak. Now, all that being said, if that is that stuff, is it accurate? Is it uh, truthful? I have no idea because I'm sure that there have been times where they go to a place and nothing happens and they have to make it more exciting than what it actually was. Because there's no way, right, that every single episode of a ghost show is is so exciting or as, right. as, as, as exciting as they play it out to be. Yeah. I mean, it's good TV. It gets the people going, uh, especially for those who do believe in ghosts. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I, I find that stuff a little bit cringy because it does seem a little forced, uh, and, and a little, I don't know, sold. I don't know it, mm. if that makes sense, but that's the word that comes to mind. Some of it's good though. Some of it's really good stuff. Uh, I've I've often gotten uh, wrapped into a Ghost Adventures episode, and and they're like, Timmy, if you can hear us, say a number, say a number, Timmy, and then through that little ghost box, it's like, Sah! and they're like, oh, did you hear that? And then there's like, we played it back with super enhanced slowed down audio. Take a listen to see if you think Timmy said this. And, and the super like, slowed down audio is like, it's like, 
seven. Yes, exactly. It's like clear as day seven. And they're like, I heard that with my with my ears, my own ears. And then you listen to it like in real time. You're like, I, I don't really hear it uh as clearly as you guys do but like i'll take your word george for it. exhaling in the corner to me but yeah whatever but part of that part of the ghost hunting show is 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 the allure of can they figure out if ghosts are real or not right and so you're right. kind of tuning in to see like what kind of evidence can they gather um there's never anything that's i guess mounting right sometimes you see a shadow or at least they say that you do uh but yeah. it's that kind of fascination of, uh, of the unknown that I feel mm. like draws people in to those kinds of shows and Ghostbusters, of course, kind of got in on yeah. that um, with a classic comedy. Um, they tried to redo it and it didn't really work as well as the original cast of right. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd um, and company. I can't remember the other two, but yeah, but you know, you don't have to remember the other two the, that those couple of movies were so good. The brand new one. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, you know, uh, they've they've done a lot of those. I actually went and saw they did a they did a, a reboot with I think an all female team of Ghostbusters, and then they did another reboot uh, with Paul Rudd in it. Have you seen the, the no, reboot I with Paul Rudd? That. That's called Ghostbusters Afterlife, and it was actually pretty good. I went and saw it, really? and and I had a fun time. So if if a movie can get me in there for an hour and a half or maybe two hours, and I just have a good time, I'm all for it, right? But if you're gonna go over two hours, it better be it better be a pretty damn good movie, is all I'm saying. But yeah, speaking of pretty damn good things, we need to get into our our list of top ten ghosts of all time. Um, before we do that, though. Have you yourself ever had a ghost run in before? I have not. Not that I would. Okay. I mean, I've had weird things happen in my life, but nothing that I would, uh, nothing that I would give credit to a ghost. Uh, now my wife's got a story that does sound quite ghostly where, um, basically she, I don't know. There was some weird things going on in the house that she was living in at the time. And, uh, she i don't i don't know she basically thought or prayed or something about the ghost leaving the area and like as she as that thought came through her mind like a cabinet door in the kitchen like slammed or shut mm. or something which is and just that really seems strange. like a very popular ghost activity to do they they do seem like they like to open and close cabinets yeah uh, so that's that lines up um, I know my brother-in-law has uh, had a couple of run-ins with ghosts, I believe. Um, he's woken up with, uh, he's he was living by himself, and he's woken up with a handprint on his chest. He took a picture of it. Um, so I'm not really sure uh, what the explanation is there, unless he's got a really fast neighbor that comes in and out of the window. But um, I know that one time um, in a, during a period of my life, I, I had just actually lost a loved one. And I was laying down on my bed, uh, facing uh, facing a wall so the if i turned over i was facing kind of the rest of the room the mm -hmm. bed's kind of pushed into a corner mm -hmm. uh, i'm on my i'm on my side facing the wall and it feels like initially what i thought of course i've got cats and i've always had a pet cat or whatever initially it felt like maybe a cat had jumped up on the bed which is a very normal thing um but then all of a sudden i felt maybe three or four fingers rest on my shoulder that was up in the bed, of course, uh, not the ones that were down on the bed. Uh, the right. 
you know, the, the way I was sitting, they kind of, it felt like someone had, had rested their hand on my shoulder and it was the weirdest thing. Cause then I thought of it like, Oh, that didn't really feel like a cat had jumped up on the bed. It kind of felt like somebody had sat on the edge and then placed their hand on my shoulder. I remember I flipped over, turned the lights on. I was like, what the hell was that? Cause I had yeah. no idea. Um, it was kind of eerie, but it wasn't an, it wasn't necessarily a scary interaction. It was just like, okay, I, I don't know what happened there. Um, but that's one of my run-ins that I often think of. Like I have no explanation for that happening um, and uh, still don't. And I still remember that very vividly, actually. So that's my ghost run-in. Um, yes. A little weird, yeah. Uh, well, not yes, like if it was a loved one coming back as a ghost and, and comforting you with a hand on your shoulder, like that's beautiful. But just the thought of waking up to that or being laying in bed and feeling yeah. that's like. Yeah. Well, I, I did not sleep. I mean, as, as comforting as, as it may be now that I think about it, um, I did not sleep the rest of that night because it scared me. Oh, but no. moving right along, we're going to have to go through this power ranking pretty quick. Um, but this is a top 10 list of ghosts of all time. These are famous ghosts that everyone knows. And we'll run through these uh, pretty quick here. Honorable mentions. There was one that you had brought to the table that I wasn't uh, familiar with. If you want to describe that yeah. real quick. Uh, Jack Frost. And I don't know if you want to consider him a ghost, but it's the old, I think it's like a 1998 film. Excuse me. Uh, is Michael Keaton. And he plays like this rock star or whatever, who was kind of distant from his wife and kids. And he dies in a car crash and uh, comes back as a snowman during the winter so I, like i said i don't know if you want to consider it a ghost but the, like the whole movie michael keaton plays a, a snowman interacting with his child and i like michael keaton uh, uh, and yeah. i like snowmen uh and snow women for that matter uh so that seems like an interesting premise uh does that count if he comes back as a snowman is he a ghost we don't have enough time to, uh, we unfortunately don't have enough time to unpack that as right. much as I would like to. But the other honorable mentions that we have on our list, or I guess not on our list, are Pac-Men ghost. Uh, so mm -hmm. the little blue and red yeah. ghosts that kind of go around and try to eat Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, and then Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Mm, uh, of course, people. yeah, the I See Dead People movie. He didn't make our top 10 list, which I think will probably upset some people. But <laughs> like we always say with our power rankings, these are our power rankings. If you want to make your own power rankings, go ahead and do it and start a podcast yeah, that free country, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a free country, but at number 10, and do we want to go back and forth? Do you have the list in front of you or do you want me yeah, to just run it. through these? Okay. Go back so I'll forth. start at number 10 on our list of famous ghosts. We have the ghost of Stonewall Jackson, uh, which was featured in Anchorman two uh, yes. during the famous uh, battle scene that yes. they had um, loved that part. Um, yeah. Ron Burgundy was really caught up on the fact that that was the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, and no one, I think no we're one overlooking the fact that that's the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. So they could have learned a lot from him. I, I believe that was a portion of the, of the movie whenever he uh, came in. And of course, he was played by John C. Riley. Uh, yes. So that kind of duo, of course, was good to see. Anyways, you go ahead at number nine, DJ. Uh, number nine, Ghost of Christmas Past. And actually, I guess I probably should have started with the Stonewall Jackson and you with nine because I knew more about the Snowball Jackson than I do the Ghost of Christmas Past. That's okay. So the Ghost of Christmas Past is in A Christmas Carol. Uh, we could have gone with the Ghost of Christmas Present or the Ghost of Christmas Future. Right. Um, but the Ghost of Christmas Past, it just kind of seems like that's 
That's the one that everybody remembers from yeah. A Christmas Carol. And it's definitely a famous ghost just because of how many damn iterations there are of A Christmas Carol. So that's mm -hmm. that's why it comes in at number nine. At number eight, we've got Danny Phantom, which Ooh. is honestly one of the most underrated cartoons that you'll ever see. Yeah, uh, basically, Danny Phantom uh, was a kid who somehow got a uh, superpower to become a ghost. And I believe he fought mostly other supernatural forces, but I'm sure from time to time he might have used his powers to yeah. to fight other things. But you basically, a, just a superhero ghost. That show got a bunch of preteen boys into what would now be referred to as emo girls now, too. Probably so. Yeah, you could right. probably credit it with that. But at number seven, at number seven, we've got Slimer from right. Ghostbusters. So that's the big green blob. The big green blob that slobbers mm. and leaves slime trails. The most famous ghost from Ghostbusters comes in at number seven. Not really. I don't have to describe anything there. Most people are familiar with Slimer. Yeah. Um, and most people aren't really familiar with the other ghost in Ghostbusters. At right. number six, we have Qui-Gon Jinn's Force Ghost in Star Wars, the prequel series. Uh, we could have gone with any Force Ghost here. Uh, but seeing Liam Neeson with long hair as a ghost is nice. Um, right. You know, some people might have gone with Anakin Skywalker's Force Ghost. Some people might have gone with uh, the Yoda Force Ghost that appears um, at the end of the Star Wars, uh, the original trilogy. So, a lot of good options there. Uh, but that's a famous Star Wars ghost, and you can't leave it out of the list. What's the next yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, number five, we've got Shoeless Joe Jackson from uh, Field of Dreams, played by Ray Liotta, I believe. Yes. Rest in peace. So, he very well could be at the Field of Dreams playing himself as. Uh, shoeless Joe Jackson, if he yeah. wanted to at this point, of course. Wow. Um, Goception. Goception. Uh, that's a great movie, Field of Dreams. Oh. Uh, want to play catch? I mean, uh, it'll it'll grab it'll grab at the heartstrings that movie. Absolutely. And seeing Kevin Cosner walk out of the corn whenever M the MLB did the Field of Dreams game a couple of years ago, absolute chills. I, yeah. I, I don't know if they did that this year or not. They might have uh, delayed it or or something, but. Um, they should do yeah. that every year or a couple yeah. couple games a year at that. Yeah. But at number four, we've got Jack's ghost in Titanic. So mm -hmm. this one is a good one because it plays such an intricate role in the film. Of course, anyone that's familiar with the movie Titanic uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. And is it Kate Winslet? I think it is Kate, Kate Winslet. Yeah. Um, so they, of course, have a budding romance uh, while they're aboard the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Kate Winslet's character, Rose, uh, survives the Titanic tragedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jack does not. Uh, so he goes down with the Titanic. Due to and avoidable then, circumstances. Yeah. Uh, very controversial uh, at the least. And so Rose uh, lives the rest of her life, even gets married uh, at some point, I believe. She's telling the story of the Titanic uh, from her old age. And then as she passes away, she doesn't see any family members of hers at all. The first person she sees is Jack's ghost uh, on board the Titanic, which is a little, I mean, not saying much to her family uh, and her yeah. husband. Uh, she just did not care about her husband apparently at all and just wanted to get into the afterlife <laughs> to see Jack. What's at number three? Number three, we've got Ghost Rider. Oh, my God. Nicholas Cage, Ghost Rider. There are rumors that uh, he's reprising that role, uh, which no I would way. love to see. Uh, but yeah, Ghost Rider has got to be. I mean, I don't. I don't think this is too high on the list of top ten famous ghosts. It's a uh, good one. Could could be a little low, to be honest with you. Could have snuck into the top two, uh, but instead at number two, and this might be a little bit of an upset too. We've got Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now, 
this is that's the everybody's only, childhood ghost. I feel everyone's like. childhood ghost. Everybody's familiar with Casper, and this is one that is is the only ghost that's kind of labeled, right? Because a lot of a lot of these ghosts haven't had an adjective uh, describing them. Um, this one is a friendly ghost uh, to kind of reassure you that nothing's going to happen. And Casper, my man, if I ran into him, I would love to hang out, maybe have a beer. I don't know if ghosts can have beer, but I feel like that'd be a pretty good time. What's at number yeah. one, DJ? Dude, at number one, obviously, I think. I don't think we could put anything else at number one. We've got Patrick Swayze, may he rest in peace, as Sam Wheat in the movie Ghost. Ghost, yes. And everyone, if, if you're not familiar with the movie Ghost, just think about that iconic uh, pottery scene, probably mm-hmm. and arguably and easily the most iconic pottery scene in all of cinema. Yeah. I don't remember if he's a ghost at that point. Uh, I think that there is a scene at least if he's not initially in that, there's like a scene that kind of calls back to it where she's doing pottery by herself yeah. and then his hands kind of come around her yes. hands like they did yeah. initially. If, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since I've seen it, but Patrick Swayze, uh, as Sam Wheat in ghost where he, yeah. I think he was a former lawyer that haunts like Midtown and protects his former lover, that kind of thing. It's, it's pretty good. But how yeah. about that for a list, DJ? I loved that. Dude, that was a good one. Yeah. That, that was a heck of a list. And that's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. So we kind of packed a lot in there. Uh, I really liked this episode. I think we did a great job breaking it down. Um, but but that's all the time that we have. And this has been AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pitt. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two, no, zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered